Now, because we're talking about skin health today, before we jump into today's episode, I want to remind you that skin healing comes from the inside out. So first and foremost, we work on gut and hormone health. So most women do gut restoration work, adrenal support and hormone rebalancing to heal their skin and to get it glowing. Now, one of my favorite products when it comes to skin health is collagen, especially bovine collagen for gut healing and marine collagen for skin health. Switch Nutrition does one of my favorite collagen blends that combines not only bovine, but wild caught sustainable marine collagen. On top of this, the formula contains vitamin C and digestive enzymes. So this will help improve the absorption and utilization of collagen. L-tryptophan, which is added to ensure the blend contains all nine essential amino acids required to support any tissue recovery and repair. It also has glycine and glutamine to support connective tissue and gut health. And lastly, MCT oil and prebiotic fibers to feed your good gut flora and provide metabolic support. So to get your hands on some Switch Nutrition Collagen, follow the link in the show notes or head to switchnutrition.com.au and use the code SHEZ at checkout to receive a discount. Now enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome to the Empowered Hormone Podcast, where we pull apart all those taboo topics, periods, parasites, poos, hormones and more. Let's question everything you've been taught about your body. I'm your host, Sheridan Decker, a gin-loving gut health nerd passionate about debunking myths on birth control, period pain, and IBS. If you struggle with bloating or your period is less than pretty, then join me as we chat about everything relating to gut and hormone health. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Empowered Hormones podcast. Today's episode is a little bit different because I'm doing a video for you guys as well as doing the audio recording. Um, I'm doing this because I want to chat a little bit about Dutch testing and I feel like the easiest way for me to do that is to share a screen and actually talk you through the Dutch test uh, briefly because it is something that I do get asked a lot of questions on, um, like what exactly is the Dutch hormone testing? Because so often women reach out to me and say, something's not right with my hormones. And I'm like, okay, what have you done? Have you done any testing? And they're like, yes, I've done bloods. It all came back fine. And I'm like, oh, I think you should do some saliva or some Dutch testing. And then they're kind of like, well, I don't know what that is. Um, what does that mean? And what's kind of involved? Can my GP do that? Those kind of things, which... Um, no, your GP cannot let me answer that outright. You need to do that with a functional practitioner like myself or someone similar in the field. So because in today's episode, we're covering Dutch hormone testing, um, this sort of covers things like fatigue, low libido, imbalance hormones. So a lot of symptoms that so many women relate to. Now, I like to take a really holistic approach uh, when it comes to your hormones and support women, not only through lifestyle, but also nutrition um, and also herbal formulas. Now, when we're saying imbalance hormones, that generally, I'm generally 
speaking, not always the case, as you'll see with the Dutch, but I'm generally talking about estrogen being elevated and I often see a lower progesterone picture. So if this is you and you have done some testing, you know that is the case. One of my favorite blends for supporting this is Estro Switch. Okay, so this is by Switch Nutrition. It contains a lot of the ingredients that we'll chat about today, uh, especially the broccoli extract or the sulfur Furafane, which I always say wrong, um, but also turmeric, zinc, selenium, and vitamin C. So all important cofactors in creating a healthy estrogen detoxing out the body. So to learn more about Easter Switch, uh, just follow the links in the show note or head to switchnutrition.com and use the code SHEZ at the checkout for a discount. So Today, I want to chat about using that functional approach to assess your hormones. I'm going to chat briefly, firstly, about blood and saliva testing, and then I'll chat about the Dutch urine testing. So you kind of compare as to why they're different and the pros and cons of each. So let me just share screen this with you so that you can see. Let me pull this across. Okay, so let's have a look. So when when do we test our bloods and what are the pros and cons? Okay, so firstly, these are some sheets I've made up, but when it comes to testing your hormones so that we understand what is actually going on with your body, you can do serum, so blood testing. So this looks at um, a lot of major hormone imbalances, but it can test these different factors. So insulin, thyroid hormones, testosterone, estrogen, progesterone, LH, so luteinizing hormone, FSH, so follicle stimulating hormone, prolactin, DHEA, sex hormone, binding globulin, cortisol. So it picks up a lot of things. Um, these are kind of the base ones that you're generally looking for. The con is that it can't pick up free unbound hormones. So hormones that are free to act on target tissue, whereas saliva can pick these up. So saliva better represents circulating free hormones, which are likely to affect the body and be responsible for symptoms related to um, excess or deficient hormone levels. Okay. So it is blood testing is great um, for looking at sort of major hormone imbalances, but it doesn't pick up more subtle hormone imbalances, e.g., you know, things like hormonal acne, which is quite a small across the scale kind of hormonal balance. Now, the massive pro is that it's cheap and it can be done through your GP or you can just go and obtain bloods privately as well. And I've linked that into the show notes for you. The second type is saliva testing. So this is really simple. It's done at home. You spit into a tube multiple times over the course of a day um, or two days if it's an afternoon um, in the morning of the next day. It tells us how much hormone is around the cell and how much hormone is stimulating the cell. So blood tests can't tell you that. Blood tests can only tell you the total amount going out to your cells. So it pinpoints imbalances that blood testing doesn't reveal, and it can also track rhythms such as cortisol. So the downside of it, though, is it doesn't tell us how our body is metabolizing these hormones, e.g. liver function, 
And it doesn't give us insight as to why these hormones are imbalanced like a Dutch test does. Uh, it's mid-range for cost. So it's usually around that 170 to 220 testing for saliva testing. Again, it is ordered through a nutritionist or a naturopath or a functional specialist as opposed to your blood testing, like I said, your GP can do or you can do uh, privately. So it gives us more data than bloods and it gives us more accurate data than bloods. Um, then we sort of go into your Dutch testing. So you dried urine testing. Now, this is my favorite because it shows me the full picture of what is going on with your sex hormones, your sleep hormones, and your adrenal hormones. So we take four to five samples over 24 hours, which means you're getting a far more accurate picture than one blood sample, which is just a snapshot. Now, your hormones fluctuate massively over the day. So by testing a few times, you get a better idea what is happening. Really, really importantly, it shows me the metabolites of the major hormones. This is important as the met the metabolites that often have the biggest often have the biggest effect on your symptoms. Okay. So these are the byproducts of the hormone reactions that need to be detoxified. Again, you cannot get it through your GP. You need to get it through our functional practitioner. Okay. So there are the three main types we use for hormones, blood, saliva, or dried urine testing. Okay. Now, when you're testing, there is some key things to note and remember. We generally like to do your blood testing um, days three for females. So if we're doing estrogen, FSH, LH, so this can help us sort of understand what's going on uh, with that brain ovarian communication. Then if we're looking for a progesterone to estrogen comparison, then we're doing days 19 to 28, okay? Because then we're looking five to seven days post-ovulation, what's going on with those hormones. But generally, like I said, most hormones, I will get tested sort of around that day three of your cycle. Now, so what is a Dutch test? Like we said, it's a dried urine test. So you pee on a bit of paper that dries out and we send that off to the lab. These are the key things Dutch testing will tell you. So like I said, it will do rhythms and it will do metabolites. So it looks up very finite hormone fluctuations, okay? So we can see here that it picks up estrogen, uh, so our E2 or estradiol, sorry, progesterone and testosterone, but it gives us this pattern of our daily free cortisol pattern. So it'll tell us how high your cortisol is upon waking, how high it is midday, and then how much it drops into the afternoon and the evening, which is really, really important if we're suspecting that there's a very poor adrenal output. Because there's two types of cortisol that we're looking for here. We're looking for your free cortisol, which is um, unbound and that is in your blood. So kind of like what your GP would look for. And then there's your metabolized cortisol, so the actual output of cortisol that your adrenal glands, the health state of your adrenal glands, essentially, how much are they pushing out into your body? If this is really wired, we know your adrenal glands are under the pump. 
If this is really low, that's when we say, okay, you've got adrenal fatigue. It's quite, that's quite a burnt out picture. Okay. And then this free cortisol here, we're going, okay, well, is there a lot of cortisol acting on the tissue? Is there low cortisol circulating? Is that why you're really, you know, you might be really wired if there's a lot of cortisol coming out, but there's not a lot of cortisol circling or vice versa. So we want those two aspects so that we can understand the overall health of your adrenal glands, how you're clearing that cortisol um, and what sort of state your body's in. Because if you're clearing a lot of cortisol, then I know your body's been trying to clear that for a long time and that can uh, mess with other things as well. Primarily, we also look at DHEA. So we know and can see on the chart here that DHEA is sort of the precursor for that testosterone for your estrogen. So if we've got really high levels of DHEA, that is generally going to give us a bigger sort of hormonal output. But in saying that, whether that's converting to testosterone or whether that's aromatizing into estrogen is really dependent on your inflammatory picture as well. So alcohol, stress, diet, all those things change the way, like in this um, Dutch report here, we can see testosterone is really low. It's been over aromatase to estrogen. So we need to do some inflammatory work, some herbal work, some nutrition work, some stress work to get that estrogen down, to get the DHEA down, and also to change. We want to change the way these are metabolized as well, because when things go down this 5A pathway, we're thinking very andro-dominant symptoms, okay? So I'm not going to nerd out in this today, this is not a Dutch teaching lesson, um, even though I know I'm, I always tend down that way, but basically we're looking for not only our estrogel, our progesterone, our testosterone, but what's happening with that conversion from DHEA and then how are we clearing it? So this estrogen is a really high estrogen picture here, but I can see on this pie chart that a lot is going down this blue pathway, okay? A little bit down the red and a fair amount down the green, but not enough down our green pathway, which means this person's going to be a lot more symptomatic. So think of all those high estrogen symptoms, the PMS, the mood swings, the fatigue, um, the breast tenderness, uh, the heavy painful periods, a lot of that is coming because she's not clearing this estrogen effectively in phase one of her liver, or I can see through her methylation through phase two, okay? So this is why sometimes supplementing with just hormones isn't a good idea if someone has low estrogen because how are they going to clear when there's a lot of estrogen? We really need to go, how are you how are you metabolizing this estrogen? And then how can we support that through phase one and phase two of detoxing? Okay, so we're kind of looking at our key nutrients that work on phase one, our key herbs that work on phase one, and our key herbs and our key nutrients that work on phase two. Now, the last kind of thing I want to briefly touch on is um, we chatted about this. So we chatted about the adrenal gland. The adrenal gland's output is DHEA. So in this picture, it's a bit higher um, and the cortisol is quite high as well. So I can say, well, they're in quite a stress state here. We really want to work on that overall stress picture, which is going to help with the estrogen, but we also need to be able to clear that estrogen properly. 
A key element in this is looking at your B markers. So we call this your nutritional organic acids. So we look at your B6, we look at your B12, we look at your glutathione. So we look at the way you're detoxing things out of the body. We also look at your neurotransmitters. So a lot of women have low dopamine, which affects mood and motivation, um, ability to cope with certain life factors. We can also look at melatonin and the total oxidative stress on the body. So these are all key part of that whole hormonal picture, of that whole stress picture, and then of how you're detoxing these hormones out the body, okay? So you can see why it's a lot more data rather than just our blood testing or just going, I've got estrogen, progesterone, testosterone. So it's a very, very important test, really important for hormonal acne or any hormonal imbalances, estrogen dominant pictures, low progesterone pictures, stress-based pictures, women struggling with heavy painful periods, fatigue, sleep issues, insomnia, perimenopause, uh, intermenopause, if they're struggling with liver detoxing or thyroid imbalances, and we want to know what's going on with the adrenal gland as well. Uh, any kind of skin rashes, if there's um, you know, a really slow metabolism and inability to lose weight, this can give us some further insight into what is going on as well. So it's a really, really important test, but for a range of different reasons. Now, when you're trying to work on that estrogen dominance, because that's one of the most common things, remember, we do need to support that liver. So quality protein, Garlic and onions, if you can tolerate FODMAP, so you may need to do gut work as well. Taking a good quality B complex, um, eating your cruciferous vegetables each day because that works really well in phase one. Uh, but remember, can you tolerate them? So it comes back to that FODMAP stuff as well. Same with supplementing with the DIM or your Estro switch or your uh, turmeric, your B vitamins, things really, really key factors in rebalancing those hormones but at the same time if you're uh, if you're struggling with a lot of gut issues a lot of bloating um, you're not eating enough fiber you've got constipation or potentially loose stools you're going to have issues binding up those hormones and getting them out the body okay so uh, your most common symptoms, just to recap on that, of these um, estrogen dominance or imbalances, irregular or heavy periods, water retention, breast swelling or tenderness, headaches, migraines, uh, fibrocystic breast changes, weight gain, mood swings, hair loss, uh, painful periods, PCM PMS, okay, so your whole mood imbalances before your period as well. So your key things, support your liver, fix your gut, eat enough fiber. So regular bowel movements are critical here. Uh, we know from studies that two months of 15 to 30 grams additional fiber per day reduce estrogens in premenopausal women. In women who are struggling with low hormones, we need to make sure they're not taking fiber supplements or taking too much fiber because this will lower that whole hormonal picture. 
Um, and then sleep and stress. These are two really, really key factors um, in rebalancing your hormones as well, especially when we're thinking about supporting progesterone and then also trying to get that in line with where our estrogen is sitting, but supporting that adrenal picture. Because as you saw from the dart, the adrenal glands are key to that whole hormonal um, picture as well. So if our adrenal glands are under the pump, you're most likely going to have sort of imbalanced uh, hormones. So I hope that was helpful. Um, whether you watch the video or you're listening to the podcast, hopefully you grabbed some more key data as to why Dutch testing can be really, really important. Now, I do Dutch testing inside the Root Cause program. I also do saliva and blood testing as well. So this is the six months at a minimum where we start to rebalance your hormones and your gut health, okay? Because these things take time. None of it's overnight. None of it is a quick fix, especially when you're talking about hormonal pictures that have been present for years. We need time to change the diet, let the herbs do their work, let the nutrients support the liver, work on that gut health, clear infections, all key parts of addressing hormonal issues, weight issues, skin issues, gut issues, okay? So you can find your Switch products in the show notes as well or use shares at the checkout. You can assess your gut health um, in the links in my show note or on my website. Follow me on Instagram, Sheridan underscore functional nutrition. You can join my private Facebook group, Gut Health Solutions, which has a lot of free videos and information on these kinds of things as well. Uh, check out my website or please, please, please leave me a review. I love hearing from you and I really appreciate your time in listening to the podcast. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Empowered Hormone Podcast. If you know a female who needs some empowerment, please forward, repost, tag or share and let's get women talking.